there. This is a mic check. This is a mic check. Check one, two. Although we've got some people claiming there's no sound when I bet there is. So I got to be even more careful because this is how it works. But welcome to the show. This is James True Live. Happy Friday. I mean, I hope you can hear me, but I don't know. This is what happens. You got to wait until someone tells you because that's the way it goes when you're flying solo. You know, you got to you got to do what you can do and you got to wait for all the people to have a conversation with all the other people about whether or not maybe the problems on their end. You don't even know. But B can hear me. Green Mountain Girl can hear me. Jason Martinez can hear me loud and clear. So I think we're good to go. So welcome to the show. My name's James True. It's good to see you. So uh, this is this is the right. Yeah, this is the right angle. Uh, I, I wanted to do this from the porch, but considering it's a beautiful day, I'd rather be on the porch. Uh, I'd rather be there, but uh, but <clears throat> but I really want to do the show, and I was afraid with all the technical issues, uh, we'd see what's going on. That's right, I'm alive. I've been, I've never been so alive. Oh my god, guys, it was oh, what a fucking great great time I've had. <laughs> The, the, the time that we could call it, uh, we could call it, we could call it time off. I know some of you are going to call it a break and time off and, and that's fine. Even though, um, you have no idea how much I've been doing, but anyway, um, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's been a while and it's good to see you too. Thank you so much for remembering who I am. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for the 44 likes already before we even start, which is just beautiful. And there's 86 people watching. That's amazing. That's really great. So, so great to see you. Great to see you. If you're calling me skinny, how dare you? How dare you? Yeah, I've been, uh, been working on my house. Uh, been working on my house a lot. As you guys know, I fell from three stories. Uh, to my uh, impending, uh, we'll call it mood, right? The ops, the opposite of doom, is fucking mood. Holy shit! Do 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 do. The opposite of doom is mood. When I fell to my mood, uh, lots of things started to to occur, and and uh, one of those was I didn't have a porch, and then I didn't I couldn't walk for a while, and then it, it was just this fun little time. But yeah. Uh, finally, uh, feeling, feeling back to normal. And when I say normal, I got to tell you, my core is a piece of shit. Like, like I was let me rephrase that core. I love you, core. You're so good. Yeah, I didn't mean it like that. I just mean that your, your strength, Mr. Core, is not what it used to be. And we've been noticing that because you've been, uh, you've been, oh, feeling it right now. Feeling it. Everyone's stretching the spirit. Everyone, Seminole time to do some seminal stretching here but yeah so there's there's uh stuff like that but but yeah I knocked out a wall you'll see that later i've got a whole new office setup here going on which i don't expect you guys to firmly appreciate but i've been dealing on a about a two and a half inch like dip uh from one corner of this office to the other it's been oh it's been a nightmare for my back if you're trying to work, it is. It's standing is fine, but if you're trying to sit in a chair, right, and if you're just a little bit, if your spine's a little bit that way, you're going to feel that. So you can only sit for a few. Whoa, 104 people watching. Good to see everybody. There. Hello, Mo. Hello, Mo. I don't mean to make this special for Mo, but, man, I've been missing that guy. I, I haven't been using Telegram because of all the, man, all the shit bags. There's been so many shit bags that I had to actually just drop Telegram for a while. And I've really missed some of the beautiful people that are on there, and I'm seeing you guys now. So it's good to see, really good to see uh, everybody. Hello, Mo, and hello, B, and hello, Asa, and hello, 
uh, draconian methods and and all that stuff. David uh, Devorian, I'm not leaving you out. I just how am I gonna fucking say Vidalkovic? Vidal. I guess I could just say it that way. Yeah, I could just say it. Vidalkovic. There you go. Devorian Vidalkovic, right? Wait, right. Vidalkovic. Vidalkovic is Alpha Wax here. Uh, yeah, yeah. So let's let's do it. Just hear There's, there's a lot to do, but, <clears throat> but before we do that, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. This. Okay. So, uh, CRISPR is a uh, way of cooking fries. You, uh, it's a flash kind of fry. You don't want to start it off. You got to make it nice and hot. But also CRISPR is a form of DNA editing. I'm sure you've heard about the idea is that you can target a specific strain. And with that strain, you can um, hone in on a specific gene and attach a marker to it. And that marker, when it goes through the ribosome, can actually change a gene into something else. And you have been told... The, the same people that told you Columbus discovered America, even though, fuck, there was so much history here. <laughs> it's hilarious that we call it that. The same people that insisted to you that we were in a Russian space race and that all of us had to uh, duck and cover. The same people that convinced you that the only way to broadcast a, a live message uh, from the moon is th through a fucking telephone, a green telephone. Oh, God. And then to broadcast a film of that on a screen. Oh, the things we've fallen for, the same things that have that have gone into so many things. You've you those same people have told you about CRISPR, and I'm not saying CRISPR isn't real. I'm saying that CRISPR is actually the most, probably the most uh, deflated, most unimportant form of genetic editing engineering that I've seen, just in the research that I've done. And I'm I'm a freaking vagrant when it comes to uh, research, right? I've I have no degrees. I have no. Actually, I have one degree, but I don't even like it. Uh, I, 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 you know, I don't have doctorates. I don't have uh, GC diplomas on this wall. No, right? So what do I know, right? All I do is read. I'm just a guy who reads. I read things. Doesn't mean I believe them, right? Sometimes I believe things that I haven't even read. There's David Barsky. Sometimes I believe things that I... Most of the things I believe I actually haven't read. A lot of you people are wandering around going, oh, it's okay to I believe it because I read something. It's like, no, no, it's not okay. It's not okay. Think about before TV. That means everyone who read anything, oh, fuck, what happened? Oh, I read something. Oh, my God, you poor thing. I know. What do you believe now? Uh, I believe in the Trinity. Wow. One of the most retarded spiritual technical ideas I've ever heard explained anywhere. Seriously. And, 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 and I believe in God. I believe in God. But seriously, if, if you're arguing about the Trinity, you're a retard. You're, you're a retard. And the same thing is happening with CRISPR. The same thing. Some of you are like, oh, man, I forgot this is what this guy's like. Dude, I'm going to thumbs down this guy right now. Fuck this guy. I'm going to go join the mutineers and complain about what an evil guy is because he's talking about the Trinity as if it's like some illogical thing. It doesn't make any sense. Guys, if God lives outside the world and you insist he does if you're a theist, then the only way you're going to have it come in the world is through a syringe. You've literally invented vaccines, spiritual vaccines, and you're calling it the Trinity. 
And just because it's got two balls and a shaft, you do not have enough motus to recognize that you're just you're just worshiping Priapus. That's all you're doing. You're just worshiping Priapus. That's all. And there's nothing wrong with it. If you want to worship a phallus and call it the Trinity, go for it. But someone's going to be fun of you. And why not me? Why not someone who cares? Why not be made fun of by someone who cares? Right? Right? So there you go. Sheesh is right, Harrison. My goodness. My goodness. So, you know about CRISPR, right? You insert DNA in a big deal. I'm saying it's no big deal because this has already been happening because you're about to find out. Most of the talks that we're doing about CRISPR, right, are going to deal with inherited diseases, designer babies, cancer, thalassemia, which honestly I forgot to look up. Apologize. Someone look up thalassemia in the chat and you will receive a free clone after the episode's over. But you got to put in a definition in chat. I didn't say look it up and don't, don't tell anybody, but put it in chat. That way people won't have to worry about it, right? So there you go. And uh, hey, Nate Inksman, good to see you. And Alex, good to see you. Blue Sun Journey. Oh, uh, yeah. Leech Jade is here. And Libra Laura. Libra Libra Laura is here. So uh, I don't want to miss anybody. Teresa's here. I didn't miss her, but maybe I didn't say her name out loud. I said it in my heart, though. Intelligence, right? You, you, you increase the intelligence. You increase the cosmic changes. You increase enhancements. But then outside the, this is hilarious to me. We, we, this is the nomenclature. This is what culture talks about is what you're seeing on the screen is that CRISPR is doing this and this and this and this and this and this and this. That, are you really Boss 369? All right, someone check that out. I need to get back to me. Check that out. Get back to me and check that out. So, so one of the things outside is, uh, hey, Raina, is uh, mosquito uh, gene driven against malaria, right? The idea, this is hilarious, that, that with government intervention, we, we, can, we, can, uh, we can weaponize mosquitoes. Here, here, let, me, let me rephrase this. I'm going to say this with a serious face. Guys, I'm trying as hard as I can to say this with a straight face. Guys, if we harness the power of government, we can release a genetically modified mosquito that only does good things. Tried as hard as I could to say that with a straight face. Really tried that as hard as I could. So yeah, we got that. We got agriculture. We got animal wilds. We got research development, and we have my favorite pig organs for human patients. And that these are the concepts that we discuss with each other. My favorite is eye color. Okay, first of all, your eyes don't have a pigment. Okay, there's not Pantone three six four seven in your eye. Okay, the reason why your eyes are colored is not has anything to do with color. Nothing has to do with color. It has to do with the escaping of light. What happens? You have melaninal shafts, shafts of melanin. A peacock, same way. Peacock feathers. Zoom in on a peacock feather. There's no pigment. There's no pigment. All it is is shape. Light comes through the crevice of the Grand Canyon. The petra, right? of your skin the petra of your iris is a petra it's a canyon of of wrapped uh space and that space pulls in the conch shell the nautilus of your iris pulls light in and only lets certain colors out and guess which colors it lets out the color of your eyes right that's what okay asa wins a clone Thalassemia is inherited blood disorder characterized by less oxygen carrying protein and fewer red blood cells in the body of the normal. So there you go. Right? Right? It's, yes, it is. It's a hot, well, damn, how do I say this? So Aphrodite said something smart, but she's just going to tell you that I said something bad about Aphrodite. 
but yeah, it's a hologram on the feathers. It's it's actually not a hologram. It's actually the escaping of light that comes through the melanin. That the melanin has certain sheaths and shards and crystals, uh, different aspects that that allow the light to bend in. But then when it tries to reflect its way out, the angles of it create this certain hue. That's that beautiful peacock hue that you see. You've seen the new paint, right? And the cars where the car is like one color, then another color. Exact same thing. People are going to tell you it's a hologram, but it's not. It's just that there's different angles. It's the thing. I got a screen downstairs. So it's the same thing, an overhead projector, right? You can broadcast light only on the on the angles that are this way, but not that way, right? So top-down light, no bother screen. Up, up-tilt light, bother screen, right? So there you go. Um, yeah, oh, here's a huge surprise. Aphrodite's arguing with me. No one saw that coming, Aphrodite. But yeah, this is, uh, this is what, what we mostly discuss, is this concept that, that this is what CRISPR does and this is what, what the ordering or, or the editing of these genes are. And of course, there's so, so much more. But you've never really had a chance for that because since 2015, even before, honestly, since Dolly, the, 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 the uh, somatic nuclear cell embryo Dolly, right? Cloned from the adult skin cell of Dolly the sheep. Ever since then, you've seen the uh, practical propaganda um, uh, shoot itself out, basically. Okay. Um, Aphrodite, welcome back. You are my first time out. Have a great time in there. I'm going to actually just go ahead and boot you out, Aphrodite, when I come back. Because I need to establish some rules. I cannot have another Sark situation here where we're, like, pretending that shit isn't shit. You know? So let's, let's, yeah. Let's get off to a good, a good start there. But since this time, you've been inundated with so, so much uh, propaganda in relation to what gene editing is, what cloning is, what government's going to do to protect you, what cloning's not going to do to protect you, right? Since 2015, there's an international policy, National Institute of Health, uh, no funding for gene editing technologies. Guys, she's literally arguing with you that there's a holographic projector inside a peacock feather, okay? That's why I have to get rid of this, because it's so ridiculously retarded to have to listen to that stuff. No, it's not a hologram. It's not. All right, so this international policy development, no funding for gene editing technologies in human embryos for National Institute of Health, UNESCO, UNESCO itself, United Nations Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization, right? That, that part, the huge thing that goes around destroying uh, monuments, right? Or moving monuments 100 yards away and then telling you nothing happened, right? You, you know that that's most of Egypt, right? That most of Egypt has literally been raised 1,000 feet. Why? Because they wanted to flood it. They're like, hey, we need water. We're going to flood the whole fucking place. And so they did. And that's what, that's, this is part of this whole system. But this whole system is also whitewashing what you consider cloning to be. The IAS, International Society for Stem Cell Research, Academy of Medical Science, Medical Research, Welcome Trust. All these people have been insisting, insisting, no human uh, editing. We think it's all wrong, right? And they've been dictating to you the exact same things they did with abortion, the exact same things they did with religion, the exact same things they did with politics, and the exact same things they did with war. This is correct. This is incorrect. This is extreme. This is acceptable. Nothing else is real, right? You're seeing the exact same thing happening, but in spades. And, and I want you to think about when George Bush was president. 
I want you to think about that. I actually can't remember because I'm going to get it right. George Bush, president during, I can't remember the exact years, 43rd president. Uh, let's see, 89. Holy jeez. No, that was his dad. So uh, this is 2001 through 2009. I want you to, to have those those dates sear in your ears because I want you to realize that the people that have understood a lot more about cloning than you and I still do right now, as far as like what's possible, have known what's possible since 2001. Since 2001. And one of the very first things that George W. Bush did is came out and tell you how important it was that he's championed cloning. And no one, just like with COVID, just like with everything else you've heard, everyone around him was like... But I, I didn't, I wasn't freaking out about cloning. And he's like, all of you were freaking out about cloning. That's more Bill Clinton, I guess. But it's like, all of you were freaking out about cloning. And, and people were like, oh, I didn't know that. And that's exactly how COVID started, right? Tom Hanks, right? Hey, I'm in Australia. No one's around. I'm sick. Oh, my God. Ah. And then boom. Oh, my God. We're so scared. We're so scared. Did. Oh, my God. We're so scared. Did. But you don't have to be scared because it's James is the problem. So you have to worry about it, right? So there's all these different levels that you can load in or unload with this. But I want you to understand that the propaganda around human cloning has been here long before you even knew what the word meant, including me. I'm not trying to you know, limit you or myself. Just how it goes. So you've been hearing the entire process dictated to you long before the process was even real. What do I mean by that is we've understood what's possible long before these things catch up to you. You are given technology that has been perfected, what, 30, 40, 50, 60 years ago, right? In fact, some of the technology is purposely not perfected. Look at what happened with nuclear power. Nuclear power, probably the cleanest, most efficient power we've ever seen. Easily the most, the, the most abundant. The act of fission placed inside of a chamber, is not actually something that we should be waking out so much about, but because one person told us a long time ago, this is the level of radiation that you should wake out about, people are waking out about it. The exact same thing happened. exact same thing happened with NASA with sea level rises. The exact same thing happened with, um, with all of the COVID, COVID hype, right? So this entire concept is nothing new to you or to me but i need you to just be aware that all the things that you've heard about it really have nothing to do with how to define the debate in fact what it gives you is data about how to define what they want to define it as right because crispr is a weapon of mass destruction according to dc this is in science magazine one of those popular science journals owned by the same company science magazine Look at her doing science. She's doing science so hard. She's pulled up a DNA strand with her fingers, and she's using tweezers to edit it. And this, this is mainstream, what mainstream people want to read. They want to read an expose on how CRISPR, how CRISPR is a weapon of mass destruction. And that, and that they want to remind everybody, see, look, they're setting the boundaries of where are the two poles. Now, when you, when I, when, in case you're confused, when I say they are defining, I'm talking about the media defining the two poles of where thought is considered sane. 
So they give you Joachim, they give you Boaz, they give you this and this, and they tell you that anything between these two things is sanity, right? And anything outside of those things is sane. They are defining the debate. Uh, Back up if you're new here, what is they? They is us. They is us running away. It is us insisting that the problem is scapegoat one or scapegoat two or whatever. And it's really just our conglomeration of information uh, equalized by what we're willing to swallow. That, that's, really, that's really all it is. And so what is being defined here? CRISPR dubbed a WMD. Look, man, North Korea's going to be messing with genes, and they're going to come freaking kill us. And we've got to get this chick in here doing some serious science right now. It's hard to say chick, but it's, it's, this, is the, this is part of what, what this is all about, right? It's instilling belief. That's why I wrote a book called Technology Belief, literally explaining this is how it works. 65, of the 1,000 people surveyed, according to Harvard, 65% thought it should be illegal to alter the genes of unborn babies and reduce the risk of serious disease. But 83% opposed such editing to improved intelligence. Or physical characteristics. Okay? So, let's review. They're telling you that people, all of us believe that 65% of us do not want to alter the genes of our unborn children and that 83% of us do not want to alter the genes to make us more intelligent. And... That gene editing is a weapon of mass destruction because North Korea has it, and the only way to save it is we have to do more science. And and as you are about to see, something I harp on all the time, science and government are the same. It's the same, different sides of the shaft, ladies, different sides of the shaft, right? It's, it's, I don't know why I said ladies. It's because she's doing science, that's why. So is this a science article or is this a government article? <clears throat> is it? Which one? People say we make smarter children by making better decisions in our life, right? Who you partner with, right? Wouldn't, wouldn't you say who you choose to partner with is going to be a big determinant on how intelligent your child is? Wouldn't you say all the decisions that you made in life would have that same effect? So we're simultaneously claiming that we are actively working to improve the intelligence of our genes every day. But we cannot do it through gene editing because North Korea has it. Now, I'm not arguing with you that, that we should have gene editing. I don't believe that government is even fucking real. What I mean is, is that I don't think that you and I could pass a law and as a result, that law would mean that these things would either not happen or these things would happen. I, I've, I've never seen that the case. Not once have I seen that the case. Never. In fact, if anything, I've seen it spur the opposite of those kinds of things. Right? So, is this science or is this government? And, and you know the answer. It's government. It's more religion, but... That's even a harder word to, to get people to, to get behind. So government and science are the same entity, and you can see that going now. So in what countries is cloning legal? 
Now, I ask you this because I'm hoping you'll see through the lines, because... But now Australia becomes one of several countries, including Britain, Finland, Singapore, and South Korea, that specifically permit the creation of cloned embryos for research purposes under certain conditions. That you're seeing the sway since 2005, for example, Ireland has gone all like, maybe we're not as Catholic as we thought. And they're like, you know, let's freaking make some babies. Let's, let's do it. And what I want you to see is, is that you're looking at a map of where cloning is legal. I did not say where cloning is permitted. I didn't. I said where cloning is legal. Okay? Some of you out there maybe, maybe have, have smoked marijuana before. And some of you have maybe smoked marijuana before, before it was legal. And when it became legal, it really didn't do much. It didn't actually change the intrinsic chemical makeup of the THC. The molecules that elicit certain proteins to be, uh, or, or I should even say your endocannabinoid keys are, are unlocked in certain ways, that, that none of that changed as a result of being legal or illegal. So when you were looking at these charts, you were not looking at a map of where countries are legal. I want you to look at the gray countries. I want you to look at the gray countries. And I want you to say, oh, well, those are the countries that have no law for or against. And so, therefore, those are the countries that it would not only be permitted and legal, it would be probably thriving when you're going to compare it to a place that doesn't allow those things. Right? The cocktail. The mixed drink, right? Take a glass, put some ice in it pour some things over some other things, twist something into it, grind something else. All that came from the illegality right, of alcohol, the prohibition of alcohol invented the cocktail. right? So if you wanted to invent cloning, what would you do? You'd probably talk about it a lot. You'd probably insist how important it is to make it illegal. And you begin this entire journey of where it's going. So where is it going? Well, think about it. Has anyone noticed how old the Rockefellers live? These fuckers, like, live a long time, man. Like, a long time. William Rockefeller, uh, alive in 1810, right? A dude in 1810 lived 95 years. His son lived 97 years. His son's son lived 101 years. And he'd probably live longer because... David Rockefeller actually uh, was checked out on uh, summer solstice. Checked out on summer solstice. Actually said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I'm not alive anymore." I can't prove that. I can't prove that. But <clears throat> why would you not? Why would you not? If you were the most powerful person in the world, not only if you were the most powerful person in the world at the time when the country was under civil war, but they literally tell you, hey, if you don't want to fight in the war, you could uh, just give us some of your money. And it'd be like, really? Like, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're busy. You're refining oil. <laughs> we need you here, buddy. So while you're making a 3,000% profit increase from yesterday when there wasn't a war till today, and you get to pay us to not go to war instead, and you were raised by the infamous uh, William Rockefeller Sr., uh, you're not going to like 
do anything like nefarious with that money, right? <laughs> not gonna like do anything to like sustain your family line or anything, right? It's like no, no, I'm a Rockefeller. It's not like I'd rape my housemate and raise the one year old and show them thousand dollar bills every day and tell them that the only way you control women is to own money. So it's not like I'd do that. And it's literally a true story, by the way. But government insists it's illegal, it's wrong, it's immoral, and so there's a law, so Rockefeller's not going to do it. Is that is that what we're thinking? Yeah, he does look like a mummy, Emil. Hello, Emil. Right? It, it's, it's the exact same motif, is that government's here, it's okay, we've got things illegal. Meanwhile, these people are doing who knows what they're, who knows what they're doing. So, question. Would the Rockefellers use genetic engineering to better their family line? What do you think? What, what do you think, right? Would the Rockefellers use genetic engineering to better their family line, right? Remember Michael Rockefeller? <laughs> Poor guy. Anthropologist. Disappears in the Azmet, uh, Azmet Islands in 1961. Documenting uh, indigenous people. There's a raft that crashes. Him and his, I guess, girlfriend at the time. Uh, decides to swim for help. They think he maybe makes it to the island. They're not sure. There's a strange photo that appears. <laughs> so this stuff, it's... it's uh, This was all over the news the same way CRISPR is now. The, the All of the deaths, the stories that you see are uh, almost like sort of temptations to see who would believe this and who would believe what, right? I don't know what happened. I'm telling you what people believe. That's why I even do a show. Because I'm more, I think it's more important. Not what happened, what people believe, I think is more important. It's even more important. I, a couple of these people look at him like, dude, we're going to eat you. We're going to eat you later. And yeah, uh, it turns out that uh, some of these guys on these islands uh, would actually cannibalize each other. And, uh, you know, could have been uh, they had some white meat there. Could have been. Could have been. Could have been happening. Right? Look at this guy in the middle. He's like, I am going to eat your face off, dude. Your nose, going to freaking cook it in a crisper. We have a special crisper oven. Right? But I should move on. Do you think Walt Disney would? You know, they say he's cremated. You know, right? So one idea is that his head was chopped off. And frozen, the other says, well, no, 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 he was, he was cremated, right? But, but, like, do you think that he would? Do you think that it's possible that, that Disney might just set aside just a little bit, a little bit of that money? Right? Who took the photos? Uh, good question, Jay. Actually, uh, Michael Rockefeller was there documenting these tribes, and uh, th- th- he left uh, that island of one side of the tribe, documenting those people, right? He left and w- wrote a story about how much he wanted to go back and live with them, actually wanted to, to be a part of them. Uh, they go back down there. He's on a boat ride with this uh, female, so I, don't just, I can't remember her name right now. And then that, that, that boat, that boat uh, crashes. Uh, or something happened. I think there's a leak or something. Uh, look it up. I, I don't. I don't want to. 
I don't want to get it wrong. Um, well, you know what? I can get it wrong. Prove my lips. You guys shouldn't be believing what I say anyway. You shouldn't believe a damn thing I say, right? Well, you remember that, right? Right? John's, James is, James is a liar because he said every show it tells us a lie, which means that, that, that he's a liar. But anyone who doesn't say that at the beginning of the show, they are telling the truth because they're not lying because that's how it works it's hilarious that people think that that's how simple it is it's great adolfo disney could be could be could be you know part of the castigation of disney hey i'm gonna say it i think part of the reason why so many truthers are like disney is the evilest form in the world blah 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 is because they get off shitting in your cheerios they get off on that yeah, but James, they put subliminal sex messages in the in the movies. It's like, yeah. Do you know why? Because fucking parents are watching it for the 16th millionth fucking time. Because they're trying to cook dinner. They're using it for child care. And the child care is so cheap and so there that they're giving the adults something. Something salacious and dilating to last them through the day. And they know... For fuck's sake, the last person who's going to understand that this castle sort of looks like a phallic symbol is going to be their five-year-old child. That the sicko who walks around exposing this is the person who spends more time sexualizing Disney than anyone else. And this is no different than Ben Shapiro being the dude of, we're not going to normalize this. Here, I'm going to play this video a million times. But we're not going to normalize this stuff. Here, let me play it again. We're not going to normalize it. Here, let me play it again. It is so funny watching us insist that this is the right thing to do. But anyway, yeah, Disney, all Nazi. Guys, We don't. I don't even know what Nazis were. I don't even know what they were. I think it was... Uh, uh, a very enthusiastic bunch of people. And I think that, that the entire situation was wrapped up in one giant bow, very similar to what we're looking at right now with cloning. Right? The exact same thing with cloning. But no, no, we can't we can't fight. We can't fight real real power Janes. We get to shit on Disney. We're going to fight Disney because out of all the opponents that I feel tough at fighting, I'm going to fight Disney because that's the one that makes me. I tell you, that guy who talks like this, what's his name? That guy, he's a, he's a child molester who's actually a woman, right? It's like that. There's a dude on Twitter who's like spends all his time posting pictures of Marilyn Monroe going, this, this, she's a dude. She's a dude. She's a dude. And you're just like, dude, this is what you do. This is what you do. And you're telling me that you're the truther that's trying to save the world because you think that sexuality is being mixed up and the way you're going to do that is to post pictures of Marilyn Monroe and tell me that it's a dude? A, it's not a fucking dude. B, it could be a photo montage. It could be a, a painting of something. Absolutely. Absolutely it could. But you know how I know? It's not a dude. Do you know how I know? Because I know how loins work. That's all. And you know how loins work too. And we are building this reality where certain truthers are convincing us that, hey man, you can't trust your own loins. You're not going to be able to trust that. So you just got to be careful. And you're asking them, well, how are you supposed to check? It's like, you got to go ask this guy on Twitter if that dude's a dude or not. 
And if that guy says he's not a dude, then you got the truth. But until then, hey man, auto hooks for life. Auto hooks for life, right? And you end up with this idea where you're just like, everything's an auto hooks, everything's fake, everything's this, or everything's that. And you end up with the most reduced, easiest, simple, simplex idea you can ever have about reality, which is that everything's a hologram. And if you say it's not, I'm going to type and say that James is disseminating false information because a peacock does not have a holographic machine. And it's just like, okay, we get it. But while you're fighting Disney, I'm trying to tell you that there's something real. And it's called cloning, and it's actually fucking happening, and it's profoundly interesting. It's not even scary. It's interesting. And you can learn about it or not. The Germline Genetic Engineering Convention on Human Rights and Biomedicine, this is in 1997, told you that the only way that we can respect and ensure the dignity of human beings and to maintain human rights is to absolutely, positively, full stop, absolutely no way that you can alter or change your genome that the practices which are contrary to human dignity such as reproductive cloning of human beings shall not be permitted this was 1997 and that the same science the same government is telling you not only are they telling you that human cloning is wrong, that it's a weapon of mass destruction. But now they're telling you that the only people that, that are magically allowed to do human cloning is the most generic word you've ever heard in the world. It is even more generic than the word fucking God because the word God actually has a fucking meaning to it. And I'm talking about the word science, that that is the most generalized word you will ever fucking hear. And that in 1997, they told you that you have zero, zero, zero authority in modifying your genome. But science does. That's what this says. That's what this says. And the debate continues, but we can't have that because we're too busy arguing whether viruses are fucking real. And we're too arguing, busy arguing over whether or not we should listen to things that are difficult to hear, right? And, and if you want to look at it, I don't even say think this is a war. I don't even think this is a war. I think Man Bear Pig is so retarded and most of the truth movement is full of Man Bear Pig that it's not even a war. This is a cleanup ceremony. This is a gong, bring out your retard bring out your retard and they all come out and just say whatever or even worse say I directly oppose whatever you're saying as if that's somehow different and it's not different all you're doing is following the same pipe piper to the same river to drown in the same stream yes Eric good to see you buddy Eric C maybe we are able to alter our genome in our own mind and not only that if I would just get to it I could be telling you that so I'm running a little bit behind here good to see everybody so what are we talking about here? What is the non de plume? What is the point that James True is saying in a, in a harsh, stern tone that rings through, right? The genetic engineering is one. A domestic power will use it to save you. Two, a foreign power will use it to kill you. Three, making something illegal makes it stop. Four, altering your chromosomes requires government permission that since 1997, these four points have been the only things that you've heard. That's it. 
It's, it's the only the only four things that you've been told about cloning have been these. That's it. Oh, I, I meant to hit next slide. I want you to think about these three concepts in silico performed in a virtual setting, in vitro performed in glass, and in vivo, right? And I ask you to consider this in silico because... So some of you guys, not only are you on the everything is objective in reality bullshit train, not only are you there, but you're also insisting that the only thing that can be alive is a carbon-based life form that sort of was a chimpanzee, but then went homo sapien sapien twice, and then only that thing is a thing that has a soul. And I know that you're special and you need a special parking permit. But you're not going to be able to watch more of this. The things that I have to tell you are going to require you to understand that you are not the only living creature in this fucking world. That this fantasy that you have, that you're the only one with a soul, is about the most sociopathic, psychopathic thing I've ever heard. And that this concept of in silico is more profound than you think. It is more profound than you think because when you start to unwind what a carbon-based life form is, you find out really quick that, well, fuck, there is a silicon-based life form that works the exact same way. And that's what's profound here. But we can't get there because we're back in 1997 land where peacocks have holographic machines in their asses. And unless you believe that, then the fiber optic truth of the world's not going to come through, right? You end up with this kind of thing. But the fact is, is that silico itself, silicon itself, has the ability to store memory. And when you start to really unravel what truly life is all about, you're going to discover that Thoth, the ancient Egyptian god of memory, is at the heart of all consciousness, that to hold memory is to hold consciousness, that the ability to hold and recall memory is the essential building block of conscious life. The entire definition of sentience involves thought. It involves having this concept of memory, which means that every single thing that you see out there that has memory is alive. And I will wait while you go out and count the things, because you will run out of time when you try and come back to me with a list of the things that you've decided that can hold memory, because you will find it easier in this world to count the things that don't hold memory, that do not hold memory. Because truly, when we start to understand the essence of life, you are a living time machine. And I can't even talk about this in this format because of the childishness that we have in YouTube. But if you want to join our money school, you will see a lot more of this, especially when we get into talking to reptiles. These are deeper topics that deal deeper with who the fuck we actually are. So in silico, I want you to think about this. Also, I want you to understand the difference between in vitro and in vivo, right? Do the math. <clears throat> you are 98% it's 98.8% share the same genetic code as a chimpanzee. So do the math. 1.2% of your DNA is unique from a chimpanzee. And guess what? 8% of your DNA doesn't even come from you. 8% of your DNA is retrovirus. What am I talking about? 
your great 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 grandmother had an egg and in that egg there was only one chromosome right one your great 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 grandfather had one sperm and that those two cells that were in their body the sperm cell and the egg cell were invaded by virus oh my god but there's no such thing as virus we'll get to that were invaded by code that was inserted into the egg chromosome and the different code or the same code was inserted into the sperm chromosome those chromosomes got it on dinosaurs having sex right god i don't know how it happens either you know you got to go with it you got to imagine how do freaking chickens do it have you even thought about how chickens do it? Some of you probably watch chickens. It doesn't matter. But yeah, this, those, those eggs, the egg and the sperm, right? When they join, it's like, here, here's my one chromosome. I'm missing one. Oh my God, that's so cute. I'm missing a chromosome too. Oh my God. Why don't we join and make a pair? And then we do that. And what you did is you just joined with 8% vendogenous retrovirus. That the viruses that the code, because some of you don't believe in viruses, the code that was written into your genes that made you a human literally made you smarter, more intelligent, faster, quicker. All the weird stuff that made you special, that made you sapien, came from virus. That most of you, most of your unique qualities are from virus. They're not from chimpanzees. They're from virus. Now... This is going to be tough because I love many of you. Not only do I think viruses are real, I think humanity came from virus. I believe that the deepest parts of the soul of who you are, the deepest congruencies that give rise to this meta-language that you and I call wisdom is just simply epigenetics. And that those epigenetics are more invaded, not by your own actions, but by a subterranean, extraterrestrial bit of information that is placed into your code, no matter what you do. Right now, transposons, are violating your cell structure right now as we speak and are writing themselves into your code. And that those transposons that are coming in have nothing to do with how well you focus. Actually, it might. I don't know. But that the fact is, is that your genetic chromosomes are being edited right now by these little hoppers, these little midochloridians like in Star Wars, little moving sentient okay maybe not sentient moving informational bits of information are biting themselves into your chromosomes in the middle of your code in the middle of the longest chain that says james will have one pubic hair that is three feet long and that in the middle of that gene code that says james will have that you will have a transposon that pops in and cuts away and replaces in the middle of that gene its own code. And the, the essence of who you are and what you do is that. It's that. That's who you are. And you don't know this because people don't tell you that. 
Look it up. 8% of your DNA isn't even you. This is the term symbiote. Many of you fear the term symbiote. You want to be a majoritarian, or you want to be a sovereign, or you want to be a slave. You're not ready to be a symbiote, and that's okay, right? It's okay. But 8% isn't even you. And it's beautiful. This is actually the, I think this is the hardiness that makes you you. Because the fact is, is that your code will always, because of this transposons that are occurring, because of this moving of muons almost, these cosmic particles that are penetrating your pyramid no matter what you do, it is insisting that your genetic structure constantly ask itself, hey dude, do you really need that muscle there? And the answer is, yeah, I really need that muscle there. So what, is the, the, what does it do? It rewrites the importance of that muscle to its code. So the fact that there are all these muons coming, I'm calling them muons because I want you, if you happen to know what that word means, it's this cosmic particles that, that are pouring in from all these different directions and we can place, place an emulsive film, right? You can place this film like at the bottom of a pyramid, for example, and you can listen to the muons as they bounce. And when they bounce, it, the amount of rock that's in front of that emulation plate is going to be indicative to the amount of muons. Anyway, the point is that you can't stop this stuff. This cosmic radiation, these transposons are coming through you anyway. In fact, I think it's a vital part of what makes you you. It's a vital part of what makes you resilient is that you, you, you cannot trust. You know that you can never trust your code to just simply sit there. That if anything, the transposons were telling you, dude, you got you to gotta be captain of your ship. Every system that's important to you, you need to be rewriting that code. You can't just write it once in your code. You need it five times. And you know that many of your traits, you know this, right? Many of your traits can be anywhere in your genetic code, but they can move. It doesn't matter. You can have seven or you can have two, right? What's the likelihood that if you have seven copies that a transposon is not going to rewrite that code, right? It's going to be almost seven times, half of seven times more likely to exist than if you only have two. So you start to understand why rewriting your own code is so important. You're constantly recompiling yourself because you understand what's important or you're learning the hard way what's important. Jumping jeans. Jump in jeans. This is Barbara McClintock. Love her attitude. Freaking rocking the hair too. She studied corn a lot. This is back before uh, before you really couldn't even look at a, a chromosome. And she was just st simply studying the uh, the amazing, there's a pun, the amazing uh, way that corn uh, moves species, that the genetic... Uh, writing of these things um, was not static. People called her insane. They called her crazy. They said, you, you are an idiot. They called her an idiot. They said, you four-eyed idiot. You have no idea what you're talking about. And 30, 40 years after that, she was proven right because we could actually see that these genes were somehow jumping, that these transposons were moving between themselves because corn is not dead. That the code inside the corn is living. It's amazingly moving itself through itself all the time. And science was insisting that wasn't it. In fact, if you remember why they were calling it junk DNA, they were calling it junk because they were still trying to tell people that Barbara McClintock was an idiot. And she wasn't. She was right. 
She was right the whole time. This is the transposon way of picturing it. 90% of corn is transposable. Did you hear that? 90% of Quetzalcoatl is transposable. 90%. 45% of your human genome is transposable. Almost half of your human, your human genome is suffering, if we want to call it that way, to the, re, uh, to the inklings of transposons. That this idea is more you than you. This idea is more you than you. Now, do you need to believe in viruses to listen to me? And I don't know. It depends on why you insist that viruses don't exist. If you're into the Kaufman camp, viruses don't exist simply because there's a giant, there's a giant uh, subset of profit for just saying that. Coffins, everything that was caused by virus, Coffin will say is a, a collagen deficiency. And so he's taking one invisible thing that, that no one can point to and he's replacing it with another. Most of the people that do not believe in viruses don't believe in viruses because they think viruses are evil. And so a natural immune response kicks in where you simply say that doesn't exist. And an electrical field goes up. I, b I believe it. An electrical field goes up. You, you defend your system simply with the power of ignorance. I hope you've heard me well enough on the term ignorance because it's not a bad word. It's one of the most powerful things in the world. Guys, I just found out this morning that I have not had car insurance since March. That because of a fight I had with my old bank, PNC Bank, you can kiss my ass, but because of that old bank and I moved banks, right, and the auto draft thing uh, canceled and I forgot and I never noticed and I never checked my mail, that I've been driving without car insurance since March. I drove to Rhode Island without car insurance. I had a giant sarcophagus in the back, full of drugs, by the way, which I found out later. I didn't know that. Full of pot. Giant sarcophagus full of pot, crossing state lines, no car insurance. Do you know why I made that journey with no, with no damage? Because I was ignorant. I was completely ignorant. If I would have known I didn't have car insurance, I would have been busted. I'm telling you, I would have been busted. Yeah, PNC, I didn't even sign up for them. I signed up for this bank called Simple. Simple got bought by another bank called Barclay. Barclay got bought by another bank called HBC, and HBC got bought by PNC. And now PNC is my bank, and they suck. I don't even... Ugh. What is that? Orange? Oh, gee, your color's orange. Wait, way to be progressive. Anyway, I, it, we don't need to go there. Some of you bank at PNC, I'm sorry. Let's appreciate you supporting the channel as long as you did. I realize that I've made a mistake, and then hopefully I will learn to look it over, blah, 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 right? Stuff like that. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Ignorance. Why was I talking about ignorance? Oh, yeah. Viruses. Very important. Seriously, very important. What if viruses aren't bad? What if, gentlemen, you could look at what your sperm does is just what a virus does. It finds other chromosomes and says, hey, I would like to be a part of this. I would like to write my code here. Do you agree? 
and that these these agreements that we have what if all of epigenetic wisdom is virus what what if you what if a spider understanding how to build a web is virus and i i don't even think this is speculation because you guys probably know and if you don't know you need to come to money school because we're going to talk a lot more about this your genetic code does not actually tell you all the blueprints of what your body looks like it doesn't say that that there's not actually hey my first super chat thank you jedi jedi that your first uh your first that that very first tone that you start to define yourself as all of these things probably have a lot more to do with intent than we think. And one defense could be ignorance. Another defense could be compassion, that you could compassionate the virus and hold the same defense about it. And you're not going to have to drink, drink urine. You're not going to have to listen to Amanda because right now Amanda Volmer pretty much gets to tell you whatever she says is real is real. Amanda Volmer tried to tell me, no, there is no rabies virus. It's a Ikuru, uh, Ikuru uh, brain, brain zombie from Haiti bacteria. <laughs> and, and I'm like, well, that's that's fascinating. But you're really just saying that it does exist. You're just using a different word for it. So collagen, same thing. You have a collagen deficiency. Same thing. What if viruses were real? What if they were here helping you? What if the damage they cause you is because you were not open to their transposon helping you? I'm terrified to look in chat right now to hear what people might be saying. And I don't really care. Because I'm not here to give you answers. Some of you write me as if I think that I'm here. To, I'm not here to give you answers. I'm an entertainer. I'm here to entertain you. I'm here to dilate you for a certain amount of time today. That's all I do. When Corona happened, the only reason why I came out of the closet to even start entertaining people was because I felt very uncomfortable about what was happening. That there were certain things that I saw that sounded like bullshit to me. Tom Hanks in Australia was bullshit. It was total bullshit. It was total bullshit. And what I watched unravel there wasn't an army of truthers. It was an army of other bullshitters that were just bullshitting from different sides come and the two bullshitters met in the middle. You could government and truthers. And they're both full of shit. I'm sorry, but they were both full of shit. And I learned something about myself by compassionating both of them. And I still am. And I may not necessarily even like where I come to. But when I start to understand the concept of what our code is, of what our genes are, but more importantly, what they aren't, I find that the entire process of evolution itself... <laughs> is a virus. Guys, this concept of natural selection is much more profound than we think. And I only know that because I've been doing a lot of research. By the way, I got a new book coming out. It's all about cloning. And this, this art that we call natural selection is much more profound than we think. That I can take a salamander, or not me, because I, I, don't, I don't work on salamanders, but... but Dr. Michael Levine, for example, can, can spark 
an amino acid chain inside a cell to grow an eye that did not exist before. You can tell the salamander on its back, hey, this cell, I think you should be an eye. And that with the right electrical charge, with the right kind of electrical signal, a chemoelectrical signal inserted into the ion channels, like a tumbler, that cell can say, I have decided to become an eye. When I say eye, I mean I-Y-E, like the, the seeing eye, by the way, not, not I, the individual. Although a tumor is probably just that. A tumor is probably just a disassociated uh, cell culture that thinks that it's the entirety of who it is. In fact, Dr. Michael Levine will even talk about this thing too, but th this, this stuff is amazing. And it's hidden under this bullshit that you've heard through endless sides. And I, please hear this. It's not just government. It's not just media. You're going to hear the same bullshit from truthers too. And that all you have to do to understand and discern all this is just see who's profiting. Who has a motive? Does government really, really have a motive to make you live 101 years old or 105 years old or 160 years old? Does government have a motivation to do that? No. Does science have a motivation to do that? The answer is no. I know it might seem like they do, but the answer is no. Science has a motivation to insist that the sea level rise is dramatically so dangerously high that you and I are going to drown in seven years if we do not go out and buy an electric car right the fuck now. That's what science is. That's what it's telling you. And it's telling you that human clothing isn't just wrong, it's impossible. I gotta speed this up. I know that midichlorians is a Star Wars term, but I want you to just keep that in your head as I still think you're miles ahead of what everyone else knows. 45% of your DNA is subterranean midichlorians. Wandering hobo agents of passing wisdom that are doing things to your genes and there's nothing you can do about it. And it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Endogenous, something that's naturally in there, right? Like your natural immunity. Exogenesis, something extra that's added from outside, such as an mRNA vaccine. Heterologous, gr growth hormones, right? Things from other animals that are hormonally in infected into you. Notice which ones are being pushed on you in your diet. You never asked for that. Notice which things are pushed on you in the latest round of vaccines. Guys, maybe humanity is a virus. I know that's hilarious. But more of our DNA is virus than personality because a virus can invade a sperm cell, an egg cell, and attach itself to the DNA. I already said this, sorry. But you were infected by wisdom. And even more importantly, genetics are more than fate. A lot of us will say, well, it's in your genes. There's nothing you can do. And that's, that's, that's an oxymoron. It's an oxymoron. Not only do your genes change, but they will change. In fact, if you're doing good, your genes will change. If you're doing bad, they won't. Calling something genetic doesn't mean it can't be changed. 
Most of genetics is resiliency restored over time, right? Because the transposons make you restore it. How important do you want that second arm, right? Although your genes don't even say, here's a second arm. It's so profound. These are instantiated codes. You're going to have to come to my school. We can talk about this. But there's never been more proof of intelligent design. And I don't even think that we have to be created, that you could be spawned under intelligent design. There's never been more proof of intelligent design than when now that we've mapped our genome. Because, not because of what we know genes can do, but because we know what is not there. There is information that is not there. And one of that bits of information is fucking elbow. That there is a concept of an elbow that is not actually written in the code. There are concepts, meta-concepts of your shape and your inclination that are coming from somewhere else that are even higher than this code itself. Intelligent design has never been more provably true than it is now. Never. So think about virus. Or compassionate virus. Anything that holds value will have a virus attached. I want you to think about that. Anything that holds value will have a virus attached. That you, the one, one proof that you have that you're valuable is that you could look around and you will see a parasite sucking your life force from you. That, that, that would be the essence of proving that you're valuable. And that a shark knows that he's productive because he has so much remora. This morning, I got a text from Addison134S at iCloud.com at 8.15 a.m. saying, USPS, the package has arrived at the warehouse, but it cannot be delivered because we don't know your address. Please text your address to me right now. And that that's a virus. And why is that virus hitting me? Because I'm powerful. Because somehow in some database it found me and said, here's a formidable host that I could join, and all I have to do is send them a text message. Same with the remora. I've had one of these remoras attached to me. It was amazing. They got these little suctions on their head. Uh, yeah, it was amazing. Amazing experience. The virus. That's remora. And uh, let's see. So, this is Panayotos Yayotos Zavos. Panayotis Zavos is a physiologist who was born in Cyprus, later immigrated to the United States. Zavos has made the subject controversy for making unsubstantiated claims that he can clone human beings. This is hilarious. This guy is trying to imply that he could clone a human. But don't worry, because science is telling you that it's crazy, that there's no way that that could ever happen. Hey, stretching spirit. And here he is. I can clone any human from a skin cell, says Zavos. But not Professor Robert Winston. He says, I do not know of any credible evidence that suggests Dr. Zavis can clone a human being. Right? So there's a lot of denialism going on. And, and, and a lot, you'll see. It's not, I, so there's, there's denialism. Again, he says, I can clone any human from the skin cell. UK Health Secretary John Reed condemns Zavis' attempts to create a clone human baby as a gross misuse of genetic science. No problem at all putting an mRNA port in you, by the way. None. Here's a guy, Arthur Kaplan. This guy's a, wow, this guy's interesting. <laughs> says, says of Zavos, I think he is the most dangerous of the current French proponents of cloning because he knows more. <laughs> 
And uh, so the denialism continues. By the way, this same guy uh, wrote a paper explaining how vaccination, not being vaccinated was a top 10 global health threat. And also uh, uh, explains how important uh, trust gained by any means is crucial to the uh, effectiveness of a vaccine. So it's, it's, it's just showing you more who's in charge and what they're saying about it, right? Spyro Semitis says, scientific barbarism, if human cloning were to become a reality, it would mean the end of human freedom and evolution. He says, if it were to become a reality. If it were to become a reality. By the way, the same guy also referred to the possible use of cloning by governments for controlling and shaping society according to government's will. Do you hear that? A, cloning's impossible. Don't worry, no one's happening. B, by the way, uh, cloning's a weapon of mass destruction, so we've got to be careful about the bad guys. By the way, C, uh, look, science and government can clone you because they know what's best, right? But human cloning's wrong. Don't do it. And it's impossible. Human cloning's wrong, and it's impossible, so don't do it. <laughs> this is science. And then it brings us to Professor Hans Evers who said all the scientific evidence so far indicates that it's a completely impossible to clone humans. Anyone claiming that he's going to clone a human does not know what he's talking about. This is Professor Hans Evers, a chairman of the European Society of Human Reproduction and, and Embryology, telling you that it is completely impossible to clone humans. Right? The same guy works for Guffmer, Global Consultant for WHO and Fertility Guidelines. I didn't say WHO Fertility Guidelines. I said WHO Infertility Guidelines. That's what I said. This guy hosts, on January 16, 2012, hosts a roundtable where they submitted their final draft for the WHO Infertility Global Research and Guidance cons Consultation, developing mechanisms to revise UN global guidelines for access to infertility diagnosis management and interventions. This is eugenics. Th this is just eugenics. But it's called reproductive services. Remember how they remember what abortion was called? What was abortion called? Reproductive services. Just because something's wrong doesn't mean it should be legal or illegal. Right? I say that about abortion too. Because I, I think I think what gets what gets most people trapped and snared in this idea is that they simply react to the first moral outrage uh transposon that, that comes up. Right? And so we end up with people that believe collagen deficiency. Or whatever the, the lie is that we believe about each other now. And those people profit the most. They profit the most because people want to hear these things. Yeah, we're going to be, there's so much to talk about, about what, what your clone would look like. But too bad because according to this, cloning, according to this guy, Hans, Hans, cloning's impossible. Right, so you don't have to worry because cloning cloning can't be done, and who who told you that? So it's okay. What is the World Health Organization? Like what the what is it? <laughs> like what is going on in this picture? Like what what exactly is the World Health Organization? 
Because in my opinion, this picture captures what the who is more than anything else. This picture says it all. And this picture resonates on every single level of world, right? Third world, second world, first world. This is what the who is. This is what it is. This is Bridget Bocelli, uh, Bocelli, Bocellier, uh, whatever. She's uh, they called it a cult. Of course, uh, James True was just called a cult uh, a few weeks ago. People were accused of being in a cult because they watch me. So welcome to the cult. Uh, if you're new to the cult, um, we're gonna have to ask you to shave uh, half of your private parts. If you're left-handed, shave the right half. If you're right-handed, shave. You get the whole picture. But yeah, do that and uh, fill out the application. But she. Uh, uh, was accused of starting a cult called the Raelians, um, and that their religious order <clears throat> announced that a religious order of aliens had told them to proceed with human cloning in 1997, about three months after Dolly's birth was announced. The band formed CloneAid, an organization dedicated to the purpose. Uh, Bridget uh, claimed that she had cloned uh, many people. Um, when asked for proof, she said that uh, confidentiality prevented her from doing that. So choose what you want to believe. What I find uh, fascinating is how the media will always find the worst, the, 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 the puppets, basically, to, to play on either side of this. One way to achieve both the process and the outcome would be to soften UNESCO's understanding of consensus by adhering to rigid definition of consensus in its 2011 meeting, basically meaning that UNESCO needs to be in charge of everything. And that's that meta-government that's forming. The meta-government that, that actually could never walk, right? The meta-government that actually could never walk is being formed around us right now, and it's called the World Health Organization. It's just the next layer. There's local government, there's state government, there's federal government. Now there's world health. You know that. That's happened. That's happened already. It's already here. I don't know how well we're going to do against it because we 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 tend to would prefer to fight each other. We tend to do that. I want to remind you all that Aphrodite accused me of uh, disseminating false information because I had the nerve to say that uh, maybe peacocks use melanin in their, in their streams. We'd rather fight each other because I'm a much more formidable opponent than government in the sense of what it feels like to fight me. You can touch me. You can tangibly insult me. You can insert things into You can steal my content and post it on other sites and then brag about it. All the other stuff you can do because I'm not government, right? I don't hit back as hard. So most of the truth movement will end up fighting itself because we want to win. I mean, we don't want to succeed. We want to win, right? So everyone's a fraud except for me, right? I don't know either. This is your job. I'm an entertainer. I'm a demented entertainer. That's it. It's your job to figure out what you want, right? It's your, it's your job. I wish you well. I... I don't think that, that there's a big win waiting for us because I don't consider this life a loss. I, I think that where we are is beautiful. But I call it Hades. And some of you are like, I can no longer support you because you call it Hades. And I'm like, why? The Egyptian Book of the Dead told you that this was walking in the light of day. That being here under the impression that you had already died is how you should see the world. The entire Egyptian culture told you this was the truth. 
I had the nerve to write a book about it called Ark of Baphomet. Now you can't support me because I work on Hades. It's fine. But I'm not going to be able to stop telling you what I see. What am I going to just stop? You want me to say it's a collagen deficiency? Is that what we want? Because I can't. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. That's all. So you're not supposed to believe me. You're supposed to believe yourself, right? That's why I tell you a lie. You're supposed to believe yourself. What is who, right? What is this thing? Bridget? This guy. Servino Antonori, Italian gynecologist and embryologist, has publicly taken controversial positions over in vitro fertilization, basically pro, pro-human cloning. And uh, <laughs> so pro-human cloning actually kidnapped a woman and stole her ovules, actually hired a uh, nurse at his clinic, and then diagnosed her with an ovarian cyst, and then proceeded to pull her eggs out of her. Um after every ovulation, telling her this is how we're going to fix all the, uh, <laughs> but this is one guy, dude, government would never do this, dude, government would never do this, it's just this guy, it's just this guy, and we got him, right, again, another proponent of human cloning, by the way, I don't, I don't believe in human cloning, but I don't believe that government has any say-so in saying anything, just so we're clear. You can believe what you want. I'm just telling you that's how I feel. So this uh, this guy was was another an, another patsy, right? Basically uh, placed in that same same kind of place. Meanwhile, as everyone's telling you cloning's impossible, as everyone's telling you how impossible it is to clone, it's actually pretty freaking easy. That, that here's a price sheet that. Cats, 50 grand. Dogs, 50 grand. Horses are 85 grand because they're bigger, right? That's that's what they say. Hey, they're bigger. It's more work for us. We have to do more work because the uh, genes are bigger. That's probably what they tell them. Yeah, they're, they're not more code. They're just bigger. Yeah, you'd think it would be easier, right? But no, the Petri dishes, we have to use the special Petri dishes that, that hold more weight. And so when we in vitro them, it's just harder. So yeah, horses are 85 grand. Dogs are 50 grand. But cloning is impossible for humans. You know that, right? You know that, right? You can't clone humans. That would be, that's madness. You can't do that. But yeah, actually you can. You actually can. It's actually not that hard. Step one, biopsy for preservation of cell culture. Step two, select donor cell. Step three, transfer a cell into an egg. Step three, fusion of cell with egg. Step four, transfer a cloning embryo into surrogate mother. Step five, normal pregnancy and birth of animal. This is even precluding the artificial womb, which is, oh, God, that's so freaky, right? But the artificial womb? That's that's coming. We'll talk about that later. But the artificial womb, that's like a thing. Oh, weird, right? Like a thing. This chick cloned her cat. And she's pissed because the cat's like a bitch. She's like, this cat's not as nice as my last cat. And so, yeah, here she is. This bitch cloned her two dogs. Barbara Streisand, Miss Violet, Miss Scarlet, they're clones. Right? I called Barbara Streisand a bitch because, uh, A, it's colloquialism, but also it's kind of fucked up what it takes to clone. It's a story of Prometia, uh, a famous horse, actually. 
Um, cloning is technically, actually cloning is technically easy. However, it's difficult because it takes so long to actually have a success. To clone this horse, you're looking at a cloned horse. To get that horse, 841 eggs had to be reconstructed. Out of those 841 eggs, only 22 of them grew into a transferable embryo. Out of those 22, only 17 were transferable into a recipient mare. And out of those 17, only one actually survived to term. So right now, where we are in cloning is, for example, if you want to take these odds as like across the board, you could say it takes 841 eggs to make one clone. And that's, that's basically where it's at right now. But it's probably 30 or 40 or 50 years beyond that. Because you and I are watching free science. Keep in mind, we're watching free information. The information we're exposed to, right, is free, which means that someone had to pay a lot of money to get it here, which means whoever paid for that money to get it to you gets to put their agenda inside it, right? That gets to transpose on a word we learned today. Transpose on, enter. You know, Argentina is like, holy fuck, who the hell knows what's going on there? I've never been to Argentina, so I'm not trying to present myself as an expert in Argentina. In fact, I'm not. However, in 1976 through 1983, just 10 years before George Bush said, cloning is wrong, uh, secret detention centers, 340 secret detention centers were exposed in Argentina during the Dirty War. And 99 of those facilities are on this map. Just clandestine, secret. It's funny that we know about them, so they're not so secret, right? But these are just the ones we found out about. That 300 of them we found out about. And I'm telling you, if you look back at World War II, right? All the Nazis, all the expatriates coming down to Argentina. Something going on in Argentina. A lot of nefarious things happening in Argentina. It's also the gateway to Antarctica, right? Deception Island right there. You've got this... Entire harbor is basically like a false seaport. It's just amazing, all the things that are going on there. But Argentina itself, a long history of being a refuge for clandestine activity, not just in uh, uh, human trafficking, but in all kinds of eugenic research, right? Uh, Cloning, all kinds of things. A lot of weird shit in there. Yeah, the boys from Brazil. A lot of weird shit in there, right? So, with that said, I want to introduce Crestview Genetics. Crestview Genetics is a cloning company. And one of their famous owners slash investors is this man, Adolfo... Uh, sorry, it doesn't show me my speaker notes here, but Adolfo, I think it's on the next slide. Uh, yes, Cambiasso, Cambiasso, professional polo player. Here's Adolfo in his finest polo hat. Uh, and Adolfo in this photo is, uh, showing you the six clones of his favorite, uh, now dead horse, Quat- Quateteris, 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 someone will tell me what that means, I'm sure, but yeah, uh, six clone horses, 
won a prestigious uh, champion match using the six clones. Um, these are actually the clone horses. You, um, you can see the similarities. You can also see the subtle differences, which is just fascinating. Uh, it's very similar to twins, basically. But, uh, but yeah, this guy owns 200 cloned horses. And personally, James True, this is just James True's dogma. But I think the more that you, uh, wait a minute, where the other, yeah. I think the more that you look at this guy, this guy isn't just a polo superstar. He's also uh, an international oil tycoon, much like Rockefeller. Just happened to just do something and next thing you know, he's like a multimillionaire. And he invested in this clone company. It's actually a Texas clone company. I'm just saying, yeah, David, he's a handsome man. He's uh, he's a fashion icon too. So it's not just the, it's not just the fact that he actually has ridden clone horses. It's not just the fact that he owns a company of 200 clone horses. It's not just the fact that he's this massive multimillionaire. Kind of by luck, if you read his stats, it's very lucky how he came into all this money. That I think you're just looking at a front for cloning, for human cloning. And and I, I say that very serious. I have no proof, but I say that because I want you to picture the fact that uh, um, the best way that, that you and I would have no choice to adopt human cloning, and I'm not saying I'm for or against, I'm just saying that if you... If you wanted the world to adopt human cloning, all you'd have to do is make people fall in love with a clone. When I say fall in love, I just mean have them root for a clone, right? Anyone in politics, maybe not politics, but anyone in Hollywood especially, anyone in sports, like Polo, are you fucking kidding me? Could you pick a better, could you pick a better high society sport? And in 20 years, and 6 years, and 2 years, and 106 years, it wouldn't really matter, right? It would accidentally be released that Adolfo was a clone. And he'd be, oh, you found out. Oh, oh, you found out in my press release. Damn it. My press release got out somehow, and you found out, right? Yeah, 6 Quartet. Quartetero. Why don't they just... Quarteto. Why not just call it Quarteto? What are they... Quartetetto, right? Why, why are they doing that? Why, oh, because they're clones. Got it. Quartetto. Got it. Got it. Got it. Thank you. Thank you, Adrian. So, isn't that what you do? If you and me we wanted to introduce uh, a few clones in the world, right? We'd probably like put them in high profile positions, get people back behind them, and then just let them find out, right? Just, just let them find out, right? That's all. They just find out. So how many clones do you see? Many. If I had more time today, I was going to put like a Mr. Ed saying something, but I didn't. Also, oh shit, I got to go. I'm two minutes late. I got airship. Uh, last thing I'll say on this for, for this part is Huang Wu Suk, this guy, um, considered the hero of South Korea, was going to save everyone's life, make them live forever. And world-renowned cloning expert. Seriously, everyone all over the world considered this guy to be like a world-renowned cloning expert. People were like dying in the street when he was being convicted. What was he convicted of? Stealing eggs. Stealing eggs. 
He's like, uh, Sarah, you want to work in our lab? Yes, Mr. Huang Song. I would like to work in lab. All right, Sarah, great. We're going to need to come in Monday. Uh, are you ovulating? No, Mr. Song. Why you ask the question? No reason. Just like it when my staff is in sync. So yeah, come in Monday. And uh, yeah, when you get here, I'd ask you a favor. I'd ask you a favor, right? And uh, yeah, that favor would be give me eggs. And so she gives him the lab assistants, gave him eggs. And uh, he started uh, cloning. And of course, all the failures were happening. But he didn't want to tell people about that. So he started bolstering his success ratios, right? Started saying, oh, I've had 81% success in cloning or 19%. Keep in mind, all the experts, the WHO experts are telling you it's impossible. They're telling you, don't worry, cloning's impossible. But it's a weapon of mass destruction. It's complicated, guys. It's possible and it's a we it's impossible and it's a weapon of mass destruction. And science can do it, but no one else can, right? And you have this weird squiggly line, right? All right, I got to go. Uh, thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate you. 160 watching. That's fantastic. Um, if, if you like the show, if you're glad I'm back, if you want to see me stay back, I would encourage you to say, type the words, thank you, patrons. Um, the patrons kept the lights on for, for me for the last month or two. Um, and I, I wasn't fucking around. Actually, there's two books that actually, uh, if you read Quantum Rapture, there's a prequel. Uh, that'll probably be coming out first and a sequel. Um, I'm not quite done with both of them, but I'm close enough to be able to announce it that, that those things are coming. And if that would not, if it wouldn't have been for the patrons, there's no way that would have happened. In fact, I wouldn't have been here. So seriously, if you want to type thank you patrons, I think it'd mean a lot to them because seriously, they, they do a lot. So type that, thank them. We're also a little bit shy on our 33 because the last two months I took off. We could use a few of you to join as patrons. That's if you want to keep the live show. If not, we're just going to keep doing our Monday school. We've still been meeting, by the way, uh, throughout the week. Uh, so even though you haven't seen me on YouTube, uh, we've still been doing stuff. So you can join that. You can join us, too, by being a patron. The, the patrons actually get it to where we release them to the public. So that's why the patrons kick ass. That's why you should really be thanking uh, them. They're the only ones that actually made this possible. So I am very thankful for them, too. Love you guys. Hope you have a wonderful Friday. Um, really, uh, really good to see you. Thank you for being here. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next time.
No horses were cloned in the making of this episode.